And we're live. Yay! We've Yay. done it. John, who is Brad Wilson? Oh my god. <laughs> we never figured it out. What? We never figured it out after. I have no what are you talking about? Brad Wilson's the guy whose plane ticket I had, remember? Oh. Oh right. Okay, okay. yeah, yeah. Someone wrote in and referred to you as Brad Wilson. And Paul and I were like, who's Brad Wilson? Right. I forgot oh. about that. I completely forgot. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. I was the like, dog park near my house opened again. Nice. So we okay. walked through that. Lots of great dogs. <laughs> sure. Yeah, okay. That was my that was my morning. Okay. <laughs> that's a that's an alright morning. Finished up my costume. I'm all I'm all ready to go. Got my fingerless gloves. Nice. Gotta get those Captain America brand fingerless gloves. True. Yep. The only thing I don't have are combat boots, but there's no way I'm spending that yeah. for boots I'm never gonna wear. Yeah, combat boots can be like 100 bucks plus. Yeah, and I even went to like a thrift store and saw some for 90 and I was just like, this is, no, there's no way I'm doing that. I'm gonna wear this costume maybe twice. <clears throat> nice. No. But yeah, Saturday? Yeah, Saturday? I was oh, going to say, what no. Are you, guys about to, are you gonna talk? Are you gonna no, say like, intro no. topic here. No intro topic. I no. watched, actually, I watched Super last night. Have you guys seen Super? Yeah. No, so, I've This is the second good. time I've seen it. Yeah, I was showing, uh, I had some friends over to show, show them it. Yeah. That movie's still great. That's a weird, funny, like, gory movie. Yeah. That movie yeah. is, like, what if Kick-Ass weren't, like, as, like, fun necessarily like yeah, what if it was exactly. a little like too gritty too real <laughs> yeah 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 basically like you take like you take big daddy and hit girl out of kick-ass and like then what would kind of happen yeah yeah and replace it, the kid with like a middle-aged man who's kind of crazy yeah. <laughs> it's great he's just like really depressing rain wilson yeah ellen page is great in it though yeah um, she's she's absolutely crazy. However, but yeah, that uh, James Gunn, director of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep, Ellen Page in that uh, movie makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> like she's yeah. like she's actually crazy. Yeah, John, you should see it. It's a good movie. See, I was getting confused with another movie called Defendor, which had I think Woody Harrelson in it. I don't know what you're talking about. I believe it's like a, a mentally delayed person acts like a superhero and tries to defend the city. Defendor. Was that what oh, it was okay. called? I've seen this. Yeah, it was Defendor. Huh. I've seen um this box art before. Yeah, yeah. We still had uh, blockbusters when this came out. Yeah. yeah. I remember being in a blockbuster and seeing this. I never fair, saw it, Super though. was also in a blockbuster, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, Super, yeah, 2010. That's, yeah, for sure. Yep. It's not the newest thing. Yours was 2009, so maybe that's the maybe that's the movie that actually started it all. Because I believe Kick-Ass was also 2010. Possibly. I'm, per- I'm pretty actually, sure it Kick-Ass was. Kick-Ass might have been 2009. That's a good movie. No, no, you're right. 2010. 2010. 2010, yeah. April. Yeah. Kick-Ass is so good. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. Recommend Super for people. Uh, 
Unless you're a little kid, don't watch it. Don't tell your parents I told you to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a that's an adult movie. Anyway. You should watch top it. Perspective. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh October twenty second. Yep. Next weekend will be Halloween weekend. Yep. So we'll have a spook cast. You can't you no, you can't call it that. You're right. That's racially that was, insensitive as hell. That's not okay. Yeah, no. We uh, <laughs> there used to be like an annual Quidditch tournament around here called Spook Fest. They changed that. Name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I did attend one of those tournaments. Okay. <clears throat> How's Quidditch been going? Um, Quidditch is good. Good. I, uh, I got two tournaments next month, and in fact, one of the weekends, um, I'm going to be driving down to Santa Barbara on Friday evening after work, playing a tournament on Saturday. Then driving all the way up to Sacramento uh, to do a Spartan race on Sunday. God Jeez. damn it! With my team, hey, it's going to be a total blast. We're, it's going to be so much fun. Sure, but yeah, it'll be a lot of work. Okay, yeah. So, a top down perspective. Sean, John, Paul, we're all here. Yo, yep. hi. Let's, um, uh, John, start us off with what you've been playing. All right, I play Dead Rising Three. Start to finish. That's right. I watched a little bit of it on one of on like Thursday or something. Yeah, we streamed it Saturday, Monday, and Tuesday. So uh, I played through it with my friend Patty. We played through the whole game on co-op. Uh, and then we did one of the DLCs, the Super Ultra Dead Rising 3 one. That's, uh, probably the, that's probably the one to do. That game's better than I thought it was. I was given a pretty negative impression of that game when it came out due to like all the reviews and some other videos that were going around at the time, but that game is a lot more fun and a lot less serious than the marketing led you believe. So you're, are you, are you pumped or are you dead rising to out? I am pumped for, for four. I am like, I'm still yeah. playing three. That's how excited I am for four. Okay. Okay. Just don't, don't like burn, burn out. out. Yeah. Well, there's still two months before it comes out. So I've got time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. But yeah, no. that's good. I'm excited for it. Apparently, Dead Rising 4 has a mini golf mode. That's great. Mini golf's awesome. But it's like super ultra Dead Rising 4 mini golf or something like that. Okay. So it's still wacky and weird. So I'm excited for that. I'm looking forward to that game. I want to play it too. Yeah. 3 was fun. Uh, surprisingly therapeutic when you're just driving around mowing down zombies the whole time. Okay. I, I think I'm right now I'm actually trying to get all the achievements in the game. Whoa. Which, yeah, which I am three away from the main game unfortunately they're the they're the tedious ones one is do all the side missions which i'm waiting on one to clear or i have two to clear and they're both just kill all zombies okay and how many zombies do you have to kill what's the big number so here's the thing there's two separate ways to do it there's the achievement and then there's the quest the the achievement tracks total per round of game so like start of story to end it doesn't apparently it resets if you start a new session. Okay. Uh and then there's the quests which don't track or don't track separately. You have to clear one quest before the second quest will kick in and start tracking. Okay. So for the achievements you have to kill uh, 100,004 because it's a left for dead joke. Okay. And okay. Yeah. And uh, for the side quests, you have to beat, I think, 220,000 zombies. And that can be over any playthrough. 
or any group of playthroughs. That's a lot. It is What's a lot. The, uh, what is the drive of the car in the parking lot equivalent to this game? Uh, you can build combo vehicles in this game. So literally, you just drive a motorcycle combined with a steamroller and just drive. Okay. Just, and, just do a few laps of the city? Yeah, a few laps of the city, fire out some flamethrowers, you're good to go. And there's All a right. bunch of weapons that'll clear out groups in a hurry. Like, I had a 1500 kill combo going before it. Like I got tackled by a football zombie and dropped my weapon. Alright, how long do you think it's going to take? To get the all the kill achievements? Yeah, like start I, to finish. If you sat down, how many hours do you think that'll be? Oh god, start to finish. Uh, I don't know. Like, I'm finishing my second playthrough now, and it was, like, since we got all the collectibles during the streams, it's, like, the game itself goes super fast. But uh, right now, it's just, like, I'm doing the side quests, just the ones I missed during the stream, because we split up and did them separately. And, uh... Right. Yeah, I'm almost done my second playthrough. I'm on like the second last chapter. But if you were going to do it yourself and getting all like the the combo weapons, all the uh, hidden collectibles and stuff like that, God, it took us two and a half, eight hour playthroughs. All right, so about twenty hours, twenty two. Okay, <clears throat> not terrible. Yeah, I don't. know. I'm still having fun with it. I it reminded me how much I love Dead Rising. So good. So I can't wait for four in December. Uh, other than that, I have been playing Resident Evil 6 with Paul. Yeah. Man, that's a game. Oh, there's man, a, that is a game. There is a lot of game in that game, though. <laughs> like, holy shit. So, we finished up Leon's campaign. So, we saw 25% of the story, I guess, or whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What so are you going to play through this game four times? The, yeah, yeah, the basically play it four times, but each time is different. Like you play as Leon and Helena, and then they they have a specific storyline. Then you play as Chris and Pierce, which is what we started yesterday, and they play differently, and like they're in different locations, but they eventually they cross over with the other storylines. So all the storylines are separate till there's just intersection points in between. Mm-hmm. Yep, and. And then uh, you do that for three different storylines, and then there's uh, it unlocks a fourth one if you're playing originally, but I think it's on PC it's unlocked by default. And you just play uh, and see what this person was. That's basically the, the bad guy of the game. You get to see what they've been doing the whole time. Yeah. What did you think of Leon's campaign so far? I liked it. Uh, yeah. A little, a lot of fluff, though, and I think that's going to be a recurring thing for the entire game. Is that it's, I agree. It feels too long. Like, it, we did what? Between an hour and an hour and a half per chapter. So that's five to, yeah, five to seven hours, basically, in that range. Yeah. And I that's think a lot of games we were just play- a quarter of it. I think we were playing faster than we probably would normally, too, because we mm-hmm. were streaming it. So, yeah. But we like, probably would have searched for the emblems a little bit more and stuff like that. Even though oh, we only totally. missed three is Leon. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. <laughs> like, it's mm. such a kick in the ass. But yeah, it's really too bad. Um, Leon's campaign, I definitely see why people are saying, is like the Resident Evil campaign in that game so far. Because Chris's campaign so far has been not Running that gun. game at all. Yeah. <laughs> So take take cover, shoot at zombies. Yeah, these like mutated people that are actually shooting back at you. Like it's weird. It's a weird thing so far. And then they grow weird 
tentacly parts, depending on what part of their body you blew off. Yeah, I yeah they mu- they mutate. Some of them, like their legs disappear, and then they turn into wings and they start flying. <laughs> which is yeah, the that- dumbest one, but also the best. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, that that game is a lot better than I was expecting it to be so far. But um. Man, I can't imagine having to be like somebody when that game came out where it's like this comes across your desk and it's like play this over the weekend and do a review of it by Tuesday. There's no fucking way, man. There's way too much shit. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, I could definitely see if you took that game in all at one time, how you could just end up hating it like real quick. Yeah. We, yeah. It's pretty fun though. There's some Resident Evil-y shit in there in Leon's campaign for sure. And I was so so happy about the end. Oh man. Stop so good. Was so stupid. It's so good. Oh my so god. So stupid. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll continue that when we can. Yeah. I don't know. Like it it's fun. I've been having fun playing it. It's very dumb, but not like fun dumb like five was if that makes sense it's like it's just longer i I think that too the pacing feels off in it is the biggest problem with it like realistically i guess like the best way to maybe illustrate this is that there's five chapters in leon's campaign we felt like we probably should have been done some like good stuff by at least three and then the third chapter was just you walking around a catacomb for no reason and then like stuff like it's just horror video game fluff there's nothing really important down there at all there's nothing to do with the story there's just a monster there that you don't see again throughout the rest of the game that's all dumb just bullshit to make you play longer and the last chapter of his campaign the whole chapter is a boss fight which is super monotonous <laughs> like, so yeah, no, they, there's stuff in there that I think they could have cut down the whole playtime by at least half if they just got their pacing correct, and it would have been a better product in the end. That's probably my biggest complaint with it anyways. That and the fact that there's so many mechanics in it that it feels wonky sometimes. I don't know. Animation priorities are still weird. Yeah. There was a thing where John was trying to kill a zombie and then in the animation ran into a blade that cut his head off <laughs> or something like that. It, there's problems with that game, but it's been fine. I don't this is not a game I would recommend playing through solo, though, because I don't think I'd be having fun playing through it solo personally. I have a, I have a question. Someone said this in the chat and I just want to know if this is real. Isn't there a dude that turns into a T-Rex and then into a mosquito? Yep. Yep. That is, that is 100% the truth. All right. I, I wouldn't say mosquito, but yeah. But yeah, more like definitely. a housefly. Because mosquitoes okay. don't really have the kind of build that he has when he turns into his weird flying thing. Is it, is it the size of a bug or is it just a giant bug? It's, it's a giant. giant. Yeah. Okay. It's bigger All than right. the T-Rex because you know video games okay i do know yeah Yeah. just clarifying all right yeah that's Um, all i played might as well continue with paul 
Yeah, I mean, I've been playing Resident Evil 6 with John. It's been pretty good. Uh, I've been playing Eternal Darkness. Hmm, this is what I'm curious about. Oh, man. I've heard okay. this game is aged poorly. Okay. It's on the GameCube? Yep. It is. Okay, so okay. you asking that question means I'm not going to direct this question to you. John, what do you remember of Eternal Darkness when it came out? Like, what did people talk about? The or, like, what do you meter. remember? Sure. The sanity meter. That was That's, the big selling point. <laughs> sure. That is, the sanity meter is the weird gimmicky thing that just doesn't hold up at best, and at worst, it actually ruins your game experience. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... First of all, I think in my mind, I'm actually thinking of Geist. So I don't really know. <laughs> that's the one where you're a ghost that like possesses yeah, things like a. That's, yeah, that's what I was thinking this whole time. And then I was like, wait, no, that's Geist. So yeah, I don't know anything. That's about this game. yeah, that's a completely different game. But um, are you planning to play Geist this October? I don't know. It's on a list, but I don't know if okay. it'll get any playtime. <laughs> Honestly, there's right, so many curious, games. There's so many games. I should um, play Deadly Premonition. Yeah, that's a good one. I would like to revisit that one myself. So Eternal Darkness, the thing that's really good about that game is the story, the writing is good, and the way they present the story. You're playing as a character who uh, gets a call in the middle of the night that her grandfather was murdered. So you go to his mansion estate and you're trying to figure out if there's any clues around his house as to like who would have done this or like why he was murdered or that sort of stuff, you end up coming upon this old tome called the Tome of Eternal Darkness, and there's like chapters ripped out. All over the house are the different chapter pages that when you read it, it takes you back into that time and you play as like whoever is in that time period. So the first one you play is a Roman centurion who like gets possessed by an evil deity that you get to choose and he became he becomes the antagonist for the whole game the next page you'll read goes like a little bit later in time when you're playing i think it's like some amazonian woman or whatever who stumbles into the temple that of a like fallen god sort of thing like so that storytelling mechanic is cool because at the end of every chapter you go back to the mansion estate as this character, the main character's name is Alex. And, um, whatever like piece of information or like spell or any of that sort of stuff that you got in that previous chapter, she now possesses like the knowledge or ability to do because she like learned it by reading this book or whatever. So she's getting more powerful as the game goes on because she has the tome of eternal darkness, which is what you use to like cast these spells and whatnot. And that's kind of like how it locks out different parts of the mansion so that you don't just get to like the final chapter page and then like beat the game in less than a minute sort of thing. It's kind of gated Metroidvania style where you had to have read this chapter to know these notes to play on the piano in the mansion so that like when you play it, you'll get another chapter page, etc. So the storytelling mechanic, the story characters are really good. The voice acting is okay. The animations, like, for all that stuff are kind of wonky, but that's just a sign of the times more than anything. Uh, The problem with the game is that mechanically it plays like fucking garbage. It is the worst. So what they tried to do that was super ambitious is that uh, Z-targeting has been a thing already by this time when this game came out. But 
they went one step further and when you did the z targeting you would not only target certain enemies and be able to move between them you would be able to choose their head their or their limbs their torso and their two arms to like chop them off sort of thing and that's just more of a hindrance i think than anything because a lot of the enemy designs are that they specifically need to be chopped up some of them in certain ways but they move too fast for you to do that well like you're doing a lot of like hit and run especially when you're in a room with like say five zombies or whatever and each zombie needs to have its head cut off and then arms cut off and stuff like that i just don't think the enemies are very well designed to like Put in that much detail into the combat system and i know that they probably put a lot of work into it that they could have just put into like maybe tuning how the game controls which is a shame some of the enemies just straight up have this like lightning attack like these big hulking enemies that when you get close to them at the wrong time they'll you're just gonna get hit by that and take damage or if you're too far away and they like channel it it's like this homing attack that you have to dodge and then run up to them like the combat in that game is just super, super bad, and I can't tell if it's because they tried something new and it failed, or it's because it's just dated. It's somewhere in between the two, because they did try something new, but their technology and their like skill probably wasn't at the point where they could have pulled it off correctly, and instead it just becomes like this little annoyance. And the other thing about it that's weird is that it has this kind of a elemental type system where like. There's different deities that have different spells that you can cast. And, like, green beats blue, blue beats red, or no, wait, green beats blue, red beats green, and blue beats red. Yeah, or something like that. So, like, it ends up just being a colors game in the end, kind of like a Pokemon thing, but Pokemon has more than three colors, essentially, or elements. So, you see, like, a red enemy, and then you just, like, well, I'm going to enchant my weapon blue now, and then it becomes kind of a useless fight anyways, what should have probably been this hard thing. It's weird. It's it's like they didn't know what they wanted to do and do that well. They just wanted to, like, try this new thing, a, like a little bit of everything, and I think it kind of falls flat. But the problem with the insanity effects is that there's a lot of times when an insanity effect is happening it's kind of like playing this little cutscene or whatever of like how you're going insane sometimes over top of what's actually going on. But that doesn't like it can stop your character from moving, but that won't stop the enemies in the room from moving. So like the way insanity works is that when certain enemies look at you or whatever, like they cast their gaze upon you and turn green and then your like insanity meter starts falling you are more likely to be going insane and then like random effects start fucking with you. So say you enter a room with like five zombies. They all look at you at the same time. Your insanity meter just fucking drops because you're a character that doesn't have very good like willpower or whatever the hell they call it. So now you're because you enter this room, you're insane until you're able to finish them off and get some insanity back. But in this time, one of the insanity effects that hits you is that you see your character explode from the waist up in just blood. Now, that's funny, 
except during the time it took this little scene of your character to fake die in this room, the monsters have come from the other side of the room and are now circled you. They do not stop moving while this infect effect is going on, so they just cornered you, and now you're fucked. Wait, so you're still playing while you're insane? Is that what I'm saying? Yeah, sorry? yeah, That's yeah. That's the whole appeal. Okay, so are you, you're fighting them while you're a blood fountain? No, no your character point, is like, stopped there, but the enemies yeah. don't, are not, like, the enemies are still coming after you, so when this insanity thing, like, kicks it out and you're just like oh i'm i can control my character again they're now around you like oh so the blood fountain stops yeah like yeah. you get you, like, back you, you imagine basically yourself dying and then suddenly okay. it snaps back to your character and it's like what's happening to me and then you know okay. meanwhile, and then you're actually dying moving. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so that's why i'm saying at worst it can actually just directly affect how you play that game because combat isn't good anyway so the fact that they took away maybe like two seconds of you being able to move out of a bad situation is terrible. Other than that, the, they're just weird and gimmicky. Like the volume meter will still start going down and it doesn't look anything like your television sets volume bar. So well, anymore. you know anymore. Does the volume actually go down though? The volume actually goes down sometimes. That's kind of cool. It just gives you like a blue screen of death on your TV that says yeah. that your console is no longer working. Um, what's that another sounds one? Fun. How do my you fix that one? My favorite one is uh, when you beat a chapter and the game is like, "What will what will happen to Alex next? Find out in the sequel, Eternal Darkness, Sanity's like re- resolution or something like that." Yeah, yeah, that happens f- quite frequently. <laughs> I found. And then do you now. just like wait for it to stop happening? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, like I mean, bug, the other thing you can do is you can just your keep screen. your sanity high. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the thing: is that you actually just get a spell to recover. And this recover can be either your sanity, your magic, which is pointless because you cast ma- you use magic to like cast it, or health, depending on which like deity you want to use the spell with. So the fact that you can always top up your sanity, like even if you're in a room where it just dropped, you can just cast a spell a couple times or once if it's like a more powerful version of the spell to recover it. It kind of makes the sanity meter not even, like, a thing. You don't really even care about it. It's just, like, another bar that you have to worry about to keep up, kind of like in a survival game, like how there's sometimes a food or a drink bar or, like, a sleep bar. Yeah, it just becomes that in the end where, oh, I walked into this room. Okay, my health is good. My sanity is not. Let me just push this button. Okay, let's keep going. Like it's it doesn't actually I, just. I remember a thing. my playthrough of Eternal Darkness. I just kept my sanity meter as low as possible. I mean, yeah, you could do that, but I find the effects are more detrimental and annoying to me because I just mm-hmm. want to get this game done. The thing is, I want lots of horror games have sanity meters. I thought that was like well, a horror n- game. Thing. Now it's a more common thing. Eternal Darkness was the first one to do it, as far as I remember. Okay, I, and so wait, why I is it bad in this game but not the other ones? I wouldn't say a lot of them have it. Oh, okay. Really? And I think okay. it's bad in most of them. I didn't like it oh, in, like, Amnesia. Okay. I don't like Amnesia just in general. Like, Yeah, that's what I was thinking of, Amnesia. Yeah. Um, I think Call of Cthulhu, Dark Corners of the Earth, had something like that, but that's just kind of a carryover because the tabletop version of Call of Cthulhu, like the actual game, has insanity as one of its kind of health statistics, whatever. 
Yeah, no, I don't particularly love sanity bars, but I think there's a way you can do it where it's just better than fake bugs crawling across your screen or, like, just weird shit like that. I don't know. Maybe that's something that they should look into with VR. Now that I was going to just say, maybe, that, that, maybe they could do some cool stuff with VR. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I'm chapter 9 of 12 in Eternal Darkness, and I'm just waiting nice. for it to end now. I just want to see the story. Like, I just want to finish that story off because the writing and story is very good. Like, I... I can't get that across enough that I do like that stuff. I just feel that the whole experience is taken down so many notches because of the actual gameplay. I'm not sure what I should say about game ending because I don't want to spoil anything, but I'm just saying that like there's a true ending that you will not be getting. I'll just tell you that right now. Yeah. Yep, that's true. I don't know. I don't know how much you know about that or not. I don't want to unless you Say, like, I mean, either way, way, I know there are people that are watching the stream because they haven't played through it, so mm. I don't want to... We shouldn't give anything out here. Either way. But yeah, that's all I've been playing. Sean, what have you been playing? Right. Oh, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> um, I've been playing uh, some Paper Mario Color Splash. Ooh, tell me about it. Uh, starts off really promising, uh, but the combat is just, it's so not fun that it, the more I play of this game, the less I want to play of it. Oh my God. I hear you, man. It's almost like we played the same game. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so like, looks great, plays well, what you're doing is fun. There's some cool set pieces you get to go through. The writing's pretty funny, but the combat, so you don't... It doesn't give you any kind of experience or anything, so combat is mostly useless. There's act, there's no advantage, really, to fighting the enemies, except sometimes they'll drop uh, these little hammer tokens, and if you collect enough of them, uh, you, you can increase how much paint you hold. Uh, <clears throat> that, that's about it. It's not really hard to get paint, though. Anything you hit in the game with your hammer for the most part, we'll drop some paint for you. Uh, I should say, like, the whole the whole gimmick of this Paper Mario is a bunch of... What are we on? Uh, Prisma Island, or Prisma Kingdom, or something, has lost its color. This black paint Bowser took uh, all the color and continues to steal the color, and you're slowly filling it up uh, with your hammer that can also shoot paint, kind of, when you hit, you have, like, a normal hammer attack and then, like, a paint hammer attack. Anyway, so you don't really get anything out of doing combat, but a lot of the times combat is mandatory because you'll like enter a room and like a Goomba will jump on you. So like you can't avoid it. And then when you get into combat, you it's all card based. You have to play cards to your attacks, which is this is the this is the big killer here. There's no default attack. So even if you're playing against an enemy that you could you know you could usually just jump on or hit with your hammer, you have to play a jump or a hammer card. And if you don't have those cards, you can't play that one. So it's Sticker so you, Star. It's, yeah, it's like Sticker Star. It, but it's more tedious than Sticker Star. Because there's two types of cards. There's, I don't know, like a black and white card. And then there's a full color card. And the full color cards are the most powerful one, versions of that card. So let's say I have 
a jump attack that's black and white. I I can select it. Here's the, here's the whole thing you have to go through. You have to go over to it, flick it up, and then if you want to use it immediately, flick it again. It's going to be weak because there's no color. So let's say I want to do the most powerful attack I can with this card. I have to go over to it. I have to flick it up. I have to hold down on that card and wait for it to fill with paint. Then I have to flick it just to do my one attack. And you have to do that every single time you want to attack. Um, while you're doing this, enemies can't attack you, so you have to kind of go fast. And then that gets really annoying is because you go through these cards pretty quick, you often want to buy like a lot of cards kind of in bulk when you have the opportunity. So it just becomes a giant inventory management game that you're timed on because, like I said, enemies can attack you if you take too long. They can also just come up and steal some of your cards. They'll just brand it. They'll just mess with you if you take too long to attack. You can do an option where you use, instead of um, the touchscreen, you can use the buttons and scroll over, but you're still scrolling over to it, pressing A to move it up, holding down A to fill it up, and then pressing up on the analog stick to flick it to use it. Uh, and it just takes forever. And because of the fact that you get literally, sorry, you get figuratively nothing out of doing these fights. 90% of the time I'm trying to just run away from the enemies or I'm just trying to dodge them, which sucks. I'm just trying to avoid like half of this game because there's a lot of combat in a Paper Mario game. And then it has the annoying thing of like when you fight a boss, the boss will have like a super version where if you don't have that specific card, like one of the thing cards, mm. then that fight will be a nightmare. But if you do have it, it makes the fight way easier. And if you don't know that going into it, it's just like, well, I guess I'll have to run through this whole level again because I need to go get that thing again or I didn't know that I needed to use that specific thing on this boss. And it's just kind of annoying to have to like do every boss twice almost if you're if you're not like well prepared. But it's not like the game hints like you're going to need to bring make sure you have this one with you. So you just need to make sure you have everything with you at all times just in case, which adds more to the inventory management. And it's more cards I have to flip through to find the actual attack I want, and that's more time I'm wasting, and I'm getting hit. So the so combat you're is, enjoying it's what you're saying. It's it's just rough to play <clears throat> through. Like like I said, if the combat wasn't there, this would be this would be great. It'd be super fun. Like I said, sure. it looks great. The paper aesthetic is great. Uh, the writing is funny. You're they're doing some real cool stuff with like this. There's some fun set pieces. It's a fun game. The combat just brings it down so much that it's just it's just a it's irritating to play, and yeah. that's a huge bummer. It's just a huge bummer. Um, so that's that's Color Splash. Uh, it's also really long. Like really, yeah. There's six chapters, and each chapter is probably around like six hours. So you're looking at close to like thirty hours. Jeez, for this game. It's a long game. Uh, and then, apart from that, uh, the Pokemon Sun and Moon demo came out this week. Yep. Uh, which was Yay. interesting, because Pokemon doesn't ever get demos. X and Y uh, got a demo. Wait, did it really? Yeah. Before the game came out? Yeah. I don't remember that at all. You should, I, Wow. Okay, well. Um, I played this demo. It's about an hour long. All right. That's stretching it. It's real short. It's real short. 
Um, some differences that I had, I'm sure if people are following the Pokemon updates for, they'll have already known this, but I know you guys aren't, so I can let you know what the, the cool new stuff is. Uh, there's no more gyms. Okay. There's these like challenge things. And the one in the demo is the guy says, Hey, here's a camera, go take pictures of some Pokemon. And then when you take a picture of a Pokemon, it'll attack you and you have to fight it. Huh? Uh, and you do that like four times and then you've beaten what their their equivalent of the gym is. And apparently those will change um, depending on, on... So they won't change, but there'll be different tasks that the gym leaders will give you. Um, and one cool feature I saw is in the, in the uh, battle screen when you're picking your moves, it'll actually tell you if this move is going to be effective or super effective or not very effective. So that's kind of cool to know. It won't tell you the first time uh, but the next time you come across that Pokemon, it'll let you know, which that makes perfect sense. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and then the demo, if you come back like in multiple days and play different parts of it, you'll unlock more stuff and you can send stuff to the actual game when that comes out. Um, but I don't care enough. So I just played through it once. Yeah. And it looks like a Pokemon game. Uh, you can ride Pokemon. Yeah. Um, that's all I ever wanted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you can only ride some Pokemon, I think. I don't yeah, know. They that's how it was in X and Y. You can ride Pokemon in X and Y? Yeah. Go Goat. That's pretty much why he was there. What? Like, wait, wait, hang, hang. Could you ride it anywhere? Yes. X and Y is just like left my mind, apparently. Because I definitely played X and Y and, and enjoyed it. But, uh,. Anyway, yeah, so you get, like, a, if you play the demo, you, what do you get? You get a Greninja. You get Ash's Greninja. Yeah. Um, and then you can send that to the game when it comes out. Yeah. That's it. Obviously, obviously, it's a free demo. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so that's all I've been playing. Cool. Um, the moment everyone's waiting for, let's go on to the news. All right. Breaking news. What broken news this week? Probably news. Uh, yeah. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. Are you I'm guys in, excited? Were you, yeah, I'm in. This, yeah. this was the big news on Thursday. I was excited to hear about this. Yeah. I think it started Monday. Rockstar tweeted just their logo on a red background. You're right. They just they did that. And yeah. then Tuesday they showed uh, a bunch of cowboys walking in front yeah, of a sunrise. The silhouettes behind them. Yeah. yeah. And then Thursday uh, they showed like a quick little video. I want to form a posse, man. Let's do a TDP posse. John, were you a Red Dead Redemption fan? Did you play that? Didn't play any of them. Wow. Okay. okay. <laughs> Why? It was at a point where I wasn't playing those games. I'm not into open world games. Yeah, okay. fair enough. Okay. That's why I'm surprised I'm still playing Dead Rising 3. Yo, I agree right. with you about open world games. Red Dead Redemption is fucking fantastic. Okay. That's all I have to say about that. I mean, so, I've Paul, heard it's that. safe to say you're in the camp of where is our PC version? I mean, I want a PC version of that first game actually more than I just want a second one because I want to play that game again, like now. And I could do that if there was just a PC port coming out, but instead I got to wait for a sequel now. But whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, well, so, PC version hasn't been announced yet for the sequel, so. Yeah. Yeah, the sequel doesn't even have a PC version announced. No, which is I know. Crazy. I know. Um,. It's set for fall 2017, and everyone is saying uh, sooner or later it'll get delayed. Yeah, that's true. So I guess yep. we'll see. 
Uh, one thing that's interesting, you can already uh, order it on Best Buy, which I thought okay. was weird. I think you can also do that on EB GameStop now. Yeah, probably. That's so far out. Like, why? Don't do that. That's that's a dumb yeah. use of your money. Yeah, don't do that. Just don't. Like, ugh. especially with, like, the it's probably going to get delayed. Like, yeah, it probably will. It's a Rockstar game. Yeah. Um, but so, at the moment, yeah, Fall 2017, people are thinking it's a uh, prequel. Okay. And this is what uh, John Marston and his gang were up to before he kind of went straight. Man, could you imagine if there was co-op, or, though, where you could all play as the gang? Man. Maybe. Wouldn't that be cool? Seven-player co-op? Yeah, man. Posse. You get your posse together and you play a campaign in yeah. the video game. You know. Paul, though, if, if there's no no PC version, what are you going to do? Not buy it. No? It's, it's not a system seller for you? He'll just borrow it off of me because I'll probably have it for some reason. <laughs> do you have yeah, the other Wait, Red what? Dead games? I have... I had uh, Redemption... And okay. I think recently someone gave me a copy of Revolver. So, yeah, I think I have... Wait, what do you mean had Redemption? Did you get rid of it? Uh, I don't remember if it was mine or my ex's. I'm Because my ex played through it. I remember her playing. Okay. But... Uh, it was probably hers then, honestly. I don't know. It, it might have been mine. Because it was at that point where we were just, like, buying games for the sake of buying it. So I, I would argue right. that you're still in that point. Well, no. no it's, it's his <laughs> career now, so... Like, um, he was actually it, at the point of just buying to buy it before. <laughs> I think now that I'm thinking about it, this might be the only Rockstar game I have finished. Okay. Ever? I think so. Interesting. I mean, they're I got long really far, games. They are. I got really far in Grand Theft Auto 4, but did not finish it. But not in Dragon. I think this is it. This is. I didn't play like any of those really. Oh, okay. besides just like running around and blowing stuff up but like story-wise it was like i played four and five uh and some bully uh but yeah i think this is the only one i finished it's a good game it is a good game yeah so um i'm looking forward to it too I'll play some red dead redemption too yep all right uh the big news yeah people have been waiting for yeah let me just load it up on my screen. Candy Crush is headed to CBS as a live-action game show. Yep. Game show? Who's excited? I know, right? It's so good. <laughs> I'm so Can- excited. Candy Crush is a one-hour live-action game show. Uh, let me see if I can... Uh, from Matt Kunitz, who has also been behind Wipeout and Fear Factor. So good. You excited? Yeah, I am, actually. When, when's this coming? Um... Is there any news on when this is happening? I'm just going to read. Probably not. Let's see, mention it. it leads itself perfectly to the kind of larger-than-life physical game shows that I love to produce. How how exactly... This is a match three game, right? Yeah. How is this a game show? You punch a physical, like a cardboard wall of candies, and that's how you crush them. Yeah, it's true. I don't know. You have to, like, swipe? Like, got a match three? I don't know, but to I'm compete so on enormous it's interactive like a, it's like a game boards, puzzle, and then you just punch it once you've got a combo featuring next generation technology. Anyway, yeah. so that's coming. Uh, I'm I'm so I don't excited. Care. Yep, 
Yeah. That would be cool. Uh, all right. Let's go on to questions. Yeah. All right. No other news broke, I guess. Top down perspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast uh, on Twitter, Facebook group, Reddit thing. Uh, why don't, why don't yeah, I read this first? Reddit. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I forgot we about have that. that. We do. We have that subreddit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, FT Chrono featuring Chrono. Anyway, my question is for John as a pioneer of let's playing. How sustainable do you think the whole making a living playing video games thing is? I think it's amazing to witness the advent of Twitch streaming and YouTube allowing people to make it happen. And I'm really curious to see where this all leads in a few years. Is there a limit as to how long you see yourself doing this for? Uh, sustainable is a tricky term um, <laughs> because I mean the problem is like the game companies can basically shut this down whenever they want. They would get terrible press for it, but if they wanted to, they could completely shut it down. Nintendo already kind of bottlenecks it as it is. Yeah, but um. Yeah, as long as the companies are okay with it, it'll keep going. But it like it's harder and harder for new people to start because there's just so many people doing it. It's harder to get noticed in. Like, and you'll have crowd. to just like under the table streaming behind closed doors, <laughs> like a speakeasy black, black market playing. streams. Yo, kid, yeah. you want to see the new Mario? <laughs> I've got, I've got Pokey. I can make him move faster. Get in here. <laughs> a nice little callback i like that thanks thanks i haven't <laughs> I like, heard that one in a while i like that one <laughs> uh uh <laughs> the awkward <laughs> silence <laughs> anyway so as a, a limit to how long i see myself doing it i mean until it stops being fun honestly like that's why i do twitch streaming so much because it's enjoyable and fun right and like i don't know like if i if i stop if i'm at a point where i stop it's probably a point where like it's not worth the time investment anymore like i the problem is i look at it i have to look at it from two separate ways the business aspect and the fun aspect i tend to lean more towards the fun aspect because that's what i want is something to feel like i'm using my time wisely for and just like having a good time but at the same time i have to like keep in mind certain things like all right playing through this game would did not get me enough viewers compared to this game so i have to keep that in mind for the future uh like fortune cookie streams always do better than just single game playthrough streams. So I lean more heavily towards fortune cookie. Like you have to keep the business aspect in mind, which can sap the fun out of games. Like I play games on my alone time, nowhere near as much as I used to because now I'm doing it for YouTube and for Twitch. So, and that just takes up so much time. It's a weird, it's what happens when you make your hobby, your job basically. So it's a thing you have to keep in mind is just like you will lose some of some of the magic of your hobby will go away. And for some people, it can completely crush. it. I know people who just like don't enjoy games anymore because of it. And I know guys like the big guys on YouTube, like Markiplier, especially like have no social life or like next to none. Like they all they do is work, 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 work. And some other people I know from YouTube do the same thing. They just don't have free time because they're just always working. But then there's other people who just like manage their time properly and they lead a, a sensible life. So it, like it, it's it's still a job at the end of the day. You have to like focus and do stuff like that. And I'm bad at that, to be blunt. But like, 
don't know. Uh, it's I think for some people it will be permanently sustainable. It's just how long will the audience stick around? Because that's the other aspect too. If the audience doesn't enjoy what you're doing, they're not going to stay. There's just so many facets to it compared to just working a nine to five that the uh, it's kind of a piece of shit at times. But yeah. it's also really unique and really fun. So it's just like, can you put up with the bad to enjoy the good? Would you say that this is the best time to be let's playing? Or uh, was there like a good old days? I mean, when not many people were doing it, it was easy to get views and subs and stuff like that. So by that line, you got to fight for it. Yeah, you got to fight tooth and nail for those subs. Truth be told, had I actually pushed a lot harder on like YouTube and Twitch, I probably would have been in a much like better position with a much higher sub count and stuff like that. But all my friends like kind of poo pooed it when I was doing it. They like poked fun at me about it, and I just kind of sapped the fun away of it. So I like yeah. kind of did it coldly, and then like because I was doing it for two years before the option of actually getting paid to do it was even viable. So I was just like, oh, it's just some dumb hobby. You should stop doing it. So I started doing other things, and then like suddenly it became this big thing. I was like, oh, well, isn't that the thing though? You you got to do what you love for free for a long time before you can get paid for it i mean that is true but yeah like when you have people like that you like trust their opinions on kind of shitting on it like are you oh, gonna sure. keep enjoying it like that's the other thing. right yeah yep like i like i have a bunch of friends like the move faster pokey thing which is why i just roll my eyes or groan whenever someone brings it up now like especially someone i've known for years uh <laughs> it's just like it's just like, like this is the reason sean's heart man yeah <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not pulling punches on this one. Uh, <laughs> that's the shit that kind of made me like lead to taking a hiatus for like nine months uh, back in the day. Shit like that it was just like anyone was just giving me crap about it, and just like they wouldn't leave me alone. Like they would always like taunt me about it. Like even if it was jokingly ribbing, it's just like I we went to a convention once, and I had uh, three separate groups of friends without any like sinking in the, like at all like they didn't even talk to each other i don't even think one of the groups knew the other two uh kept doing the exact same thing to joke about me being internet famous and just like yelling it out loud in a crowded room and it was just like no this is not what i want fucking stop doing this shit and they wouldn't do Mm -hmm. it which drove me nuts and that's just why i cooled off on it for the longest time uh now you're back and better than ever no Now I'm more, I'm refocused might be the better term. All right. There you go. But yeah, no, like, yeah, it's just, it's like, now it's seen a lot more viable. So now like people aren't shitting on you as much about it, but yeah, back then it was just obnoxious to deal with. Mm. All right, Paul, why don't you take this next one? Oh yeah. Matthew writes in and says, so the switch looks great to me personally. We never talked about the switch. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Was, maybe we, you guys want to talk about the switch? Uh, well, let's, let's talk about the switch. Let's hey. do this email first. Okay, all right. <laughs> However, I wonder the potential for it to become successor of both the Wii U and 3DS. Are you concerned uh, that gamers who previously owned the handheld consoles might be out of the or price out of the market altogether? Could there be cheaper portable only package coming without the dock and whatever hardware is installed? So we can hit all these as we talk about it. I what guess. if we just gave like a yes or no answer and then moved on to the next question? I mean, we could do that. <laughs> should we? Should we like give up the ghost on this, or what? Or are we just gonna keep going with this? 
No, we got the news. I got all this. See, look at all these news links. I got on oh news. God. I mean, it was the biggest news. Come on. <laughs> like, obviously. Um, uh, so, yeah, the Switch. Yeah. Switch was uh, revealed. Uh, initial impressions. Go. The very first thing I thought was if this. I thing- hate it. No. No, nah, it's wow. cool. I'm just practicing. <laughs> Jesus. You're practicing. Okay. <laughs> My very first thought is if the battery life on this thing sucks, it's DOA. Yeah. I mean, the battery life sucked on the 3DS, and that everyone sucked it up. Yeah, well, I mean, that's because they eventually started releasing better batteries and better models with higher battery life. Which I guess, to be fair, they could probably do with the Switch. And a lot of people are just going to use those as a home console anyway, so... Yeah. So, apparently, Nintendo has said they're kind of more focusing this as a home console first. Mm. Right. Which I think makes sense. That That's, that's kind of what it seems like. Um... I don't know how many times I'm going to be hanging out in my sweet bachelor pad, yeah. playing some Mario, <laughs> looking out my window, seeing all party. my buds on their rooftop patio, yeah. being like, yo, come hang out. And I'm like, sweet, I'll bring my tablet and we'll all hang, you know, like that's, that's never going to yeah, happen. Yeah, that, there's a lot right. of ludicrous situations that my favorite one was probably the basketball game where they're shooting yeah. hoops and they're like, let's just go play a game instead. Yeah. Oh, this is better. Let's just play this. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Just playing rock band, like playing in an actual band, and let's just go play rock band instead. Yeah. Um. In the so, okay, army, I'm just gonna just like put your gun down and just start shooting people on your switch. That might <laughs> oh be better. God. Actually, they might do that. Do. Be careful. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna. I'm kind of. I'm just watching the video right now. So, dude's at home. He's playing Breath of the Wild. You know, he got his. He's got Zelda going. Yeah. Dude's rich. He, he's. Uh, I don't know. He looks like he probably has like a good job. He must. The fact he that has he has a, a really Switch nice and a Zelda game before it's out. And, dude's rich. Like and, and okay, a dog. Don't use that logic. <laughs> but then he's just like, oh man, this dog. You're getting up in my face. Let's take you for a walk. Man, and then, why did then, I get a dog? Then he takes. Then he takes. Yeah, exactly. He's like, God, dog. Why don't I just play Nintendo dogs? <laughs> <laughs> um, that would be funnier. The, if like takes the Joy Cons, mm-hmm. that's, that's what that's what the that's what the controller is called. God is damn the it, Joy Con. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Joystick controller, I guess. Um, he takes the sides off of it, and it looks like there's a there's a middle portion and then a backing, like it has like a you know a grip portion like we're used to. Sure. Yeah. Um, but so he takes the side parts off, and then connects them to the ta- uh, to the tablet. I'm gonna first off say I think the tablet in the console version i just think that just kind of looks bad what, i kind of sure. wish it was flush like is a it looks good like a page is sticking out of a book kind of what oh does? yeah yeah no the, i get when you. the when the tablet is in the, the cradle, console the cradle oh, the thing, cradle yeah. whatever it looks like a page just kind of sticking out of a book i kind of wish it was like i, I flush. assume that's done so you can actually grab the damn thing out of the cradle yeah i just me personally, like I'm think when I think of like connecting something to another, like station wise, I'm thinking like GameCube uh, to the Game Boy Player. That was flush. Looks like one thing. Mm-hmm. This I think this just kind of looks like an, a like a bundled mess. Sure. Uh, but yeah, he attaches it onto the side and it brings up, and now he's got a what is essentially looks like a real stylish Wii U gamepad. I've seen a lot of people saying it looks like a Vita now. Yeah. I mean, uh, those look pretty similar. Yep. Yeah. 
you know, you know, kind of form factor wise. Um, I haven't really gotten a good sense of like how big it is. It's looking like it kind of seems like like iPad Mini size, maybe ish around there, like a small like a small tablet. So I guess kind of around the gamepad. Uh, but you know, like for an adult, because like if you look at the Wii U versus this, the Wii U looks like a kid's toy because of kind of how chunky it is. Right. And I, I hear some people saying frame rate drops when it's on the mobile version. Yeah. If you look at, I think Zelda was the easiest one to tell it in. Uh, I'm watching it right now. I, th- I still think it looks fine. I'm, I'm not seeing anything huge, but it's barely on there. Yeah, they don't uh, okay. show the tablet much. They show it for Mario Kart, which looked fine, and they show it for basketball, which also seemed to look fine. But Zelda was the one that looked like it was hitching a bit. There was one point where he's using the slow motion arrow pointing, and then there's another point where an enemy shows up, and like it looks like yeah, that's what that's what I just watched. Looks like there's an SD card reader or some kind of memory card reader. Maybe that's for the, the I, games. I think that's I think the they games. said the NX. It, they said the NX is cartridges again, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the game itself because, like, you can see the NX color scheme on it. Yeah. Um, there's a kick stand and a headphone jack. Q iPhone Seven jokes. Mm. Uh, from yeah. what I've been hearing. Yeah. Uh, then you can also take the uh, controllers off of the. So he's on the plane. He kicks it back, sets up his thing, and then he takes the controller parts off. Now he's just playing them in both hands, kind of like a Wii, yeah. without without the cord while he's uh looking at the little screen. Yep. Playing Skyrim. Yep. By the way, first Bethesda game on a Nintendo platform. So here's the thing: Nite- uh, Bethesda has not confirmed that Skyrim is coming to the uh, the Switch. They've right. actually they yeah. put out a statement saying like, "Yeah, we worked with them for the trailer, but we haven't actually confirmed any games for it yet." Which is basically right. PR talk for it's going to happen, but we can't announce it yet. Right. Dude gets home, puts the thing back in the docking station with the controller parts attached, picks up what looks like an actual controller, mm-hmm. like a normal one. Yeah. That's probably uh, the, their pro controller equivalent. Some kind of pro controller continues to play Skyrim. Uh, yeah. Just kind of going through this. I like the sound that they keep doing. I'm sure it's like a made-up sound. And doesn't like actually like, like that the noise. click noise? Like the yeah, like the dong. Kind of, kind of that dong click noise. All right, now we got some buds road tripping, playing it in the car. Uh, oh, this is the Mario Kart part. You can yeah. use each side controller part sideways. So for two people, I guess. So here's my question: um, How? I'm sure it's just going to just be like player one press this button, player two press this button, or you're just going to be like, what configuration are you using right now? Yeah. Just tell the game. Because I know what you mean. Like, how do you put go from like one player controls to two players with the same controller? I will give them one thing. They did a cool thing where uh, the D pad on the left side is just four buttons, so they can be used as A B X Y. Yeah, it's but, like the um, it's kind of like looks like the C buttons on the uh, on the N sixty four controller. Yeah, but all four of them. But that's probably going to be terrible for fighting games. So I doubt there's going to be much yeah. in the way of fighting. I was going to say it looks like a kind of a shitty D pad. Uh, yeah, a bunch of dudes playing some basketball. Oh, here's the girl in her uh, apartment playing some Mario. So yeah, you, know, you know, new Mario obviously coming. Mm-hmm. Looks like a like a behind the back Mario kind of thing. Some people were so Galaxy. Well, it 
don't know. People were kind of comparing it to like Sonic. What? Just kind of like because it's like right behind his back, like following him the whole time. I guess Galaxy did that too. Yeah. I was just I just saw like the one thing like looks like Sonic. Huh. Uh, but I didn't read the, I, the actual I article. That, uh, they were probably making a joke about Sonic Lost World because that was supposed to look like Mario, which, which was Galaxy. Yeah. Or yeah, Lost World. Uh, okay, now what is this? Oh, some people hanging out on a chalkboard to play Splatoon. Yeah. Um, I don't think anyone would do this, but anyway, they're just in like an empty banquet hall. Yeah. And then esports. All right, that's about the end of the trailer, trailer video, whatever. Um, what do you guys think about uh, price point? What do you think? What do you think it's going to be? Two ninety nine. I've been hearing that's 300 US, yeah, 300 to 350 US. Probably. Keep in mind, like, the, the Wii U came out at 350, right? For the the deluxe bundle? That sounds right. This sure. is going to probably, that this handheld probably is a lot nicer than the Wii U one. But, you know, it has been a few years, so maybe costs go down on screens. Uh, so I'm going to guess, like, 350, 400, maybe. I can see 400 being at the high end. It seems that that's like the high end for game consoles now. Unless you're an Xbox One at launch, then you're 500. Right. Um, questions about are they going to sell different bundles? Like, what are you going to get in the box? I believe they've already announced it's the stand, the system, the two Joy-Cons. I Wait, what do you mean by stand? Actually, like the, the cradle, sorry. Okay, the cradle, okay. The The... The display, the two Joy-Cons. Do you get that middle piece in the Joy-Con? The Switch itself? Yes. What do you mean by the Switch itself? What do you mean by the That's middle piece? That's a console. No, no. Oh, the, oh, I know what he's talking about. The controller base. On the controller. That you can plug the, in. the middle oh, piece of the controller. Oh, okay. uh, I'm not sure. I don't think probably they, I'm not. not sure if they mentioned that or not. Because is that even needed? Probably like, Mad Cats is probably going to come up with some weird $10 design for that. I'm assuming that thing gives more uh, battery life to the controllers. It sure looked like it. So yeah. you got like five things you need to be powering at once? Like how many things am I going to be charging here? Three. So I got the display. The I got each side of the controller, this middle part. Now keep in mind, like Nintendo controllers, like the Wii U ones, the Pro controllers actually held their battery pretty well. The tablet was the only thing that had a terrible battery for the Wii U. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I mean, like... Either way, it's fine if the battery life's great and stuff. It's just how many things am I going to have to make sure is fully charged up when I have people over? You know, and if they're all dead, oh, hang on, I need to plug four things in at once so I can get the battery going or whatever. I'm sure the Switch controllers probably charge while the actual Switch is charging if you have them on the side. Yeah. That's true, and I bet also if you connect them to the middle part of the controller, you could just charge one and it'll go to all three. Hopefully. You know, we don't know. Um, But yeah, that Pro Controller is probably separate. Uh, I guess going back to the question that we kicked this off with, um, do you think there'll be a portable-only option? Mm, That that seems to be the rumor right now. So without the cradle. Again, like I said, I've been hearing people, they're saying uh, home console first. So I'm going to assume not. Sure. And there's also talk that the this is not going to be the successor to the 3DS. There's also right. talk yeah, that they, that's still in development as well. Well, I've just heard that they're not 
talking about the next thing for the 3DS yet. Like, they're still going to be doing 3DS. So, like, who knows if if this will be a, a 3DS successor. Is this a touch screen? Are they finally done with touch? It oh, seems yeah, they like never- they're finally done with two screens. Yeah. They actually didn't mention the, whether or not it was touch. And they never yeah, showed no it one in the touches, video either. And, yeah, and they don't play any games that are, like, touch-focused. Um kind of going through all these screenshots do you guys do you like the um what do you guys think of the name i mean i don't like it you don't no what were you what were you hoping for i don't really fucking care just not like i don't know i'm just glad it's not another like it's not the we too not the not the we again not the we too i I think again i think i think they learned their lesson with the wii u there was no way it was going to have Wii in the name Mm -hmm. um I'm curious what they're going to, cause I'm curious what the shortening of the name is going to be. Right. Cause we have PS4, we have the X one, like when you're typing it out, what this, how we're going to get down the switch. I heard NSW. NSW. Yeah. That's, that's probably my, what, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, all right. What else? 3d Mario game. Yeah, of course they're making a 3d Mario game. Um, all right. So, okay. Let's answer that question directly. Uh, are you concerned that gamers who previously only owned the handheld consoles may be priced out of the market altogether? So if they don't, if it's if it's home console first, uh, maybe they don't want to spend three hundred and fifty bucks on a on a handheld. They want to spend you know the one eighty, the two hundred. I uh, really don't I, think the handheld thing is what you should be buying this thing for. Probably not, but I yeah, mean they're kind of marketing that as like the big the gimmick of it. Yeah. It is called the Switch. Yeah. Uh, but no, that, I think that makes sense. Like, if it's if it's home console first, you have to look at this as the Wii U one. And for the time being, you gotta stick with your 3DS. Uh, if you're wanting the next thing, you know, obviously get the Switch because who knows when the next handheld, you know, dedicated handheld is coming. If there's going to be another dedicated handheld, like maybe this is just going to take off, and they're like, let's just keep porting games that will run really good even in handheld mode. Like, they could bring smaller games to this. That will run fine, no frame rate drop. Maybe just the higher end games, you get that frame rate drop. Uh huh. That's another thing too. I want to know what the actual power drop's going to be when they're unplugged. There's been rumor going around that the, it can support up to 4K when it's in the dock, but it drops to 720 at the most when it's in handheld mode. Okay. That's the I mean, rumor. That's, that's still a lot nicer than what my 3DS puts out. And the problem is the rumor also says that it's probably going to be three hour battery life for the portable version. Which true, is yeah, bad. Life. Yep, that's not great. Um, th- that thing's also big. I don't know if I want to carry that around. Yeah, and it doesn't have like a uh, cover like the DS, so it's got to be like oh. the, the Vita where you need a carry case for it if you don't want to damage exactly. it. As Paul said, I'm sure Mad Cats has got your back <laughs> out the wazoo. Uh, there'll be so many cases for this thing. But yeah, no, like my Vita, I have a case for it, and like when it's in its case, I, I can't grab it right now because my my. Uh, cameras on top of it but it like it's a chunky thing like yeah. i can't put that in my pocket it has to go in my backpack yeah my 3ds i can slide it in my pocket at any point sure. um yeah so we'll see coming out march which is like five months away that's that is crazy I'm so shocked and here's the thing too they announced they're not announcing any more info on the switch till next year yeah which is crazy 
I'm I'm kind of curious why. Like, are there are there they want people to focus on the Wii U right now? What game do you have coming out before the end of the year? Breath of the Wild, and that's in March, and yeah. also on that <laughs> system. Yep, like Color Splash just came out. Is there anything from Nintendo coming now? I don't believe so. Not that's Pokemon, not Wii U. That's Wii U related. No, I don't. They haven't. Can't think of. I can't think of it. Is is there any Wii U game at all? Not even Nintendo related. Is there anything you're excited about? Looking forward to your Wii U. What is keeping you from unplugging your Wii U right now, for good? Uh, I use it on streams. Mario Maker. Do you still play Mario Maker? Every now and then. Okay, it's coming on 3DS. Yeah, and it's a gimped version. So yeah, yeah. I honestly, after I'm done with Color Slash, I can't really think of a reason to keep my Wii U plugged in. Fair enough. Which is a bummer. That's a bummer. But you know what? Can I? I mean, it has to happen eventually. I know, but just, just anyway. So I don't know why they're not talking more about it now. Um, are you guys? Are you guys going to pick it up on launch? Yeah, I'll mm. probably do it too because I'm a, I'm a, I'm dumb like that, Paul. I don't know. Can you get a next gen console? I don't know. I guess it depends. Yeah. I want to know what the launch lineup is before I commit. Yeah, that's what it is. Is that Breath I'm, of the Wild? I'm gonna get Zelda on be the launched, Wii U. Right? Wii U? Yeah. Okay. I mean, last time I got it on the Wii. Um, I'll probably just get it on the on the Switch because I want I want to play something exciting on my new console. Well, this is the thing: the is that like if there's a good stuff right away for the switch then i'll probably get it on the switch as well if i'm gonna get one right as Otherwise, well, i'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna buy a console just for zelda like okay. what what have they teased so far skyrim remastered presumably that's what that was breath of the wild just named mario Mar- unnamed Wait. pokemon unnamed nintendo product like yeah they we don't know <laughs> well i think that's the thing this is this is a bad way to look at it by the way but i think that's the thing is you're buying this you kind of know at some point you're gonna get these uh, these games will come out. There will sure. be another Mario. There will be a Zelda. I'll play a Mario Kart at some point. Mm. Uh, no, I mean, they've already teased some- Mario Kart 8 Refueled or whatever they're going to end up calling it. Okay. Um, that's true. Yeah, exactly. There'll be some Mario Kart. There always is a Mario Kart. Uh, it is always bad to buy a product for what it could be as opposed to what it currently is. Yeah. Uh, however, I like having game consoles right when they come out because I'm dumb. Okay, sure. Uh, so, I uh, you know I'll, I'll probably be dumb and I'll probably pick it up because I just want to be part of the huge excitement of what this thing is. And yeah, I'll probably get Zelda on that. And let the only re- reason I would get Zelda on the Wii U is if it came out like a month before the Switch. That's probably the only way. Uh, also, no word on uh, backwards compatibility except that it will not. Uh, take discs or 3DS cartridges, right. which makes so sense. So it might do digital. We it's it's unknown. We don't know yet. Right. Uh, but uh, at the moment, yeah, getting new. Uh, no back, backwards compatibility for uh, physical media. Right. All right, John. Want to take this next question? Hang on a sec. I'm just checking something on the the trailer for the Switch that people were talking about. Okay. Okay. Yeah, uh, they said like. It it looked like there were two vehicles in the game, or two people riding the vehicles in the game. Looking at it now, they're wrong, but you, you're holding two items at least. 
Okay. Which is interesting. So I'm curious to see how that's going to be. Uh, next email comes to us from Matthew. I don't know. That's the one we just had. Uh, Cody. I played another Metroid 2 remake and absolutely loved it. It made me wonder if there are any other fan-made games that I should play. Do you know of any that you could recommend? P.S. John, have you played Psycho Waluigi? Um, I don't remember. I feel like I played a tiny bit of it. Like a stage. What is Psycho Waluigi? It's a fan-made game where you play as Waluigi and uh, he has psychic powers. So you can grab objects and like throw them around using the solve puzzles and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, if I did play, I like, I can't, I literally cannot remember if I played it or if I just watched someone play the first stage. Cause it, it feels vivid enough to remember like I played it, but it, I feel like I would have played more than the first stage. If that makes sense. Yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm unsure on that one, but, uh, really like AM2R is like the gold standard right now. Well, uh, yeah. Streets Black of Rage Mesa. remake was, yeah. Black Mesa Streets of Rage remake was excellent. Yeah. Uh, uh, GoldenEye Source is really good, but that's not really a recreation of what GoldenEye was on the N64. More of like a Source version with like different levels and stuff. So it's okay. I haven't really played any fan made remakes. So I mean, that's fair. Really yeah, for sure. Uh, Sombrero Mustache says, So during the open demo weekend of Overwatch and during a match in Hanamura, our team was pushing for the objective. We were able to get to the first objective, but the opposing team was preventing us from getting anywhere near the second objective. I actually just had a match almost exactly like this. Anyway, so I decided to do something brave and stupid. As Mercy, I snuck through the map and made it to the point inside the huge temple where I hid in a corner, Mm -hmm. expecting to get shot down at any second. My heart stopped for a few moments when a Reaper and a Zenyatta walked past me. Yet despite this, they didn't notice me. And a few moments later, I single-handedly captured the objective as Mercy. If any of you had matches, Overwatch or not, where you had to take care of things yourself, and did they end up succeeding or in failure? So here's a question. Did Were you on the objective when they walked past yeah. you? Because if he, so... He says he it, took it... Yeah. No, like, was he just hiding in a corner as they walked by, or was he literally on the objective? Because if... He, he says he single-handedly by, captured then, the objective. Then those people were incredibly stupid. Yeah, I think, yeah, they were not great. But I guess they were just so fo- focused on getting back to the fight. <laughs> um, a lot of the times, yeah. like, I had a match very similar like this, where it was getting down to the wire. We couldn't get into the <laughs> objective. Um, and I'll play, and I was playing Tracer, so I was like, screw it. I'm just going to, like, run as fast as I can to the objective in the hopes that it would pull the enemies back because they were holding us at the line like so far away. Yeah. Uh, and that that's that worked tw- like twice for me. I did another one on Temple of Anubis, very similar like that, where I just kind of ran past everyone and then just darted around in circles on the objective, which brought enough of their enemies over to me that my team could slowly get in there. Nice. What about you guys? Any Any times where you had to carry the team? Uh, I mean, I like playing the, healers, so every yeah, goddamn I was about to time. Say, as anyone who usually plays support, I'm used to being the only one around the objective. If I'm playing as Lucio, I've probably got a gold medal in objective time. Right, yeah. Um, has the payload always healed you? No. I think it does that now. What? Yeah. 
I, uh, I'm pretty sure being right by the payload heals you. Are you sure you just don't have a Lucio near you? Mm-hmm. Yep. So I think they updated that. I could be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure I've been playing for the last <laughs> couple of days and I've been heal- getting healed while buying- being by the payload. All right, Paul, it's you. Great B-Man wrote in and said, Dear Sean Booker, Paul Fleck, and Brad Wilson, in just... In just a little over a month, November 23rd to be precise, I'll be celebrating a milestone with my 30th year in a row I've been alive, just 93 years away from the record. In celebration as a fun little project I'm planning to share on different social media sites, I've been looking through the past 30 years of games and deciding what game from each one of these years I like the most. Oh, I don't know if I like where this is going. Okay. It was a neat thing to catalog. It made me curious about other people's sets. Now I'm not going to be cruel and ask you to name every single year, but I would like to know at least what would you consider your favorite game from your birth year? This may Mario require... One. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll look it up. I'll get give you I a different have to answer. I look this up too. Uh, I don't this, have to. He Mario says, One. He says this may require uh, use of a search engine. Heaven knows I need one for mine. For the record, I've been personally. I've personally been using North American release dates only for my catalog, but feel free to use whatever day is convenient. If you can't find one from one year, feel free to use one that's close enough. This question is too personal, then I apologize. No, it's not too personal. It's fine. Okay. I want to give a different answer, so let's see what we have. Are you guys the same birth year? I don't actually know. No, I'm 85. You're 86, aren't you? Yeah, you're right. So I'll have a different... Yeah. Yeah. I because I'm I was born like two months after the NES came in North America, so I can just. Oh, say there's Mario a bunch won. of good games for me. Okay. Uh, oh, hang on, I just lost it. Oh, Castlevania. Okay. Mortal Kombat. Sonic the Hedgehog two. Okay. Kirby's Dream Land. Okay. Super Mario Land two. Yeah. Okay. Super Mario Kart. I think those are the big ones that uh, uh for for me that I would have played Final Fantasy Five. Yeah, well, I should say Cauldron Two: The Pumpkin Strikes Back. What is that on the Spectrum? But no, I've never heard of that. I mean, in '86 there was Legend of Zelda, Bubble Bobble, Kid Icarus, Metroid, Arkanoid, Ikari Warriors, Castlevania, Alex Kidd. Those are some serious games. Yeah, Castlevania is the best from that year for me. All right. All right, John, you're up. Oh, God. All right. Next one comes to us from. Oh, God. What? <laughs> Idiota. Uh, hey, guys, I'm in love with Fancy Star for the Sega Master System, released in 1987 or 88 internationally. It's surprisingly ahead of its time for RPG games with concepts I have not seen in the late 80s. Booby trap chests you can disarm with a low cost spell. Animated sprites for attacking enemies, vehicles for traversing the overworld in new ways, vehicles for fast traveling to certain towns, a reusable items or spell to escape dungeons for free, being able to save your game anywhere you want, and multiple save files. I haven't seen any of those in, R- in other RPGs of 1987 and earlier, certainly not from the Dragon Quest and Final Fantasies that were out. My question is, have you ever been impressed with an older game because of the year or hardware it came out in? Hmm. Uh, hmm. 
I really like older games because they had to think of clever ways to get past problems with their technologically impaired like time. With the limitations, yeah. With their I'm limitations. Yeah, I'm gonna say I was impressed by Chrono Trigger having like twelve endings because that was unheard of back then. True. Yeah. I can't think of a good answer. Pass. I mean, one of the reasons. Oh, you got one? Yeah, one of the reasons Resident Evil is one of my favorite series is because they got past the whole like we don't know how to do 3d good yet because this is a new thing and they did a full 3d game using static camera angles tank controls what about how in like silent hill the draw distance with yeah, just that's, uh, fog yeah no that was that's really a, good an too. example of that yeah for sure all right i got this ne- i got this next question it's matthew with the Have mpd fun. numbers i know you love it <laughs> oh that's why you were like a crap or whatever <laughs> Yeah, luck of the draw. Um, Xbox One, 332,000 units. PlayStation 4, 285,000 units. PlayStation 3, 40,000 units. Wii U, (laughs) 36,000 units. Who's still buying Wii U's? Like, why? What are you doing? 36,000 people, apparently. Yeah, apparently. 3DS, more than 170,000. Wow. Uh, Madden sold 727,000. Uh, 788,000 uh, with bundles. Okay. FIFA sold 444,000. This one can't be right, but NBA sold <laughs> 1.3 million copies. <laughs> wow. Okay. I know uh, I know NBA set a record this year, but I don't remember. Well, the thing is is he put he put 1306k. Uh, and that's not how you would write 1.3 million. Um, so I'm not quite sure. 1,306,000. Anyway. Uh, Black Ops 3 sold approximately 175,000, including the bundles. GTA 5, 152,000. What is FH3? Forza Horizon 3? Yeah. Forza Horizon 3, nice. Approximately 150,000. Uncharted 4, 100,000. Uh, World of Warcraft Legion, 100,000. Overwatch, 82,000. No Man's Sky. No yeah, Man's Sky, approximately 50,000. Recore, less than 50,000. Rainbow Six Siege, approximately 40,000. Nice. Uh, the Division, approximately 40,000. Dragon Quest 7, 35,000. Yokai Watch 2, approximately 35,000. Nice. Yeah. Uh, XCOM 2, less than 25,000. Cool. Those are the numbers. 1.3 million. <laughs> I don't think that's the, I don't think that's the case. 1,306,000? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, actually, that's how it's written, so... <laughs> I can't actually find the damn record for some reason, which is weird. I'm trying to find what 2K16's was and then... Eh. Based on these other ones, if you had to like eliminate one of these numbers, do you think it's at three hundred and six thousand? Like more so than hundred. Do you think it's, no, it's, it's one hundred and thirty? I think the six is the extra key here. Okay, you think it's one hundred and thirty? Hmm. Three hundred and six thousand yeah. is a lot. 
Like, but, but I mean, the other two ones did way more than that. Yeah, but they're NBA worldwide. 2K16 breaks record with four million copies shipped in first week of release. And I know that that at least beat that. So now I'm not. Now I'm super not sure. Wow. All right. Okay. okay who's next? Me. Paul? Yeah. James wrote in and said, somewhat recently, I played a game of Mario Party 10 with some of my friends, and it was a pretty good time. I don't think the game would have been as good single player, though. You've said before that bad things become less bad with friends, but is there a limit to it? What is something that is so bad that even doing it with your friends doesn't save it? Yes, Breaking expect, your arm. expect the first batch of names next week. Hell yeah. Mm. Okay, so bad that even doing it with your friends doesn't save it. For games breaking breaking your arm i'm gonna say mario party games i don't like them i just yeah, don't. I don't like i don't like mario party and that that goes well, with, although like, to be fair the, like it does get better with shoes. friends yeah sure but i sure uh, okay i I'm still wouldn't want to do it yeah like i'm just saying like if i had to play it i'm gonna get some friends together to play it speaking of getting friends together john jackbox party pack three just came out Oh, yeah, I totally forgot about that shit. Yeah. Uh, I played more Jackbox Party Pack 2 yesterday. That game's great. Uh, all right, anyway, bad games that can't be saved with friends. What about, no, like... I'm, I'm in the opinion a lot of bad games can be saved. Yeah. Can be saved with friends. What about those games, though, where you share, like, a pool of lives... So, like, it's bad, but now you have two chances uh, to die. <laughs> I see. Yeah, that's pretty annoying. That's a pretty annoying thing when they do that. Because you're just, like, both playing a shitty game, but you're doubling up the amount of failure. Or if, like, one of you one of you sucks. Well, it's yeah. It's like, I might, sure. like, because I'm thinking of the scenario of, like, hey, I need a bit of help getting past this section. I'm pretty good at this game. You're new to it. Sure. You keep dying. I'd be better off without you here. <laughs> sure. Um. But yeah, John's right. Like just doing yeah, something think, with I a friend usually makes it better. It just straight up makes it way better. Like yeah, because then sure. you can even for mock sure. it for how bad it is, and then that's the good time now. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'm sticking with my breaking your arm answer. I mean, yeah, that would not be done better with a friend or not be better. It might be done better with a friend, but break each other's arms. Yeah. You break mine, I'll break yours. No, yeah, that's, that's a, tr- that's that a true bond. You and your you and your <laughs> then you guys are brothers for life. Oh you're, yeah. you're bone bone brothers. Bone brothers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't uh, think that John, means you what you think one. it means. <laughs> anyway. All right, I got last one. Yep. Yeah. All right. This one comes from Jaron. If you were to base a video game off of any inanimate object, what would it be? Mine would be called the dollar bill and the adventures of the free market (laughs) and would go from person to person being used to buy stuff. That's really good. Also, are you guys going to post the Resident Evil 6 playthrough on YouTube? No. It'll eventually go up on my stream backup channel, but not on my main channel because eventually Jake and I will probably be playing it for an LP. Dollar Bill and the Adventures of the Free Market is amazing. That is pretty good. Yeah. That is a pretty good. It kind of just, I mean, I haven't even played this game, but it made me think of that stock market game on the, on, 
Street Pass. Oh yeah. Oh. That, that just kind of popped into my head. Mm-hmm. Um, inanimate object. I'm just trying to like look around my room. There's a controller here. I've got some. I've got a hot water bottle. I've got a headband and a hat. Okay. Uh, some deodorant. Uh huh. Oh, I have a controller here. Yeah. I can't think of any good ideas. Me neither. John, what's your video game idea? I mean, uh, hmm. how I like? How about the idea of like some sort of sports ball, like a baseball, being knocked out of a park, and then its adventures trying to get back to be played in the game? Okay. Again. Okay. I feel like at any point you could just say like it's a platformer, but I don't know. You play as like a wallet. <laughs> <laughs> just like there you go. <clears throat> I mean, like, we have Glover. Yeah. Which is I feel true. like this is this question. Like, <laughs> slap uh, slap a face on this wallet, and it's a platformer, and it can also shoot out credit cards. And your health is how much money is in it. So every time you get hit, a bunch of cash falls out, similar to Sonic. There you go. Okay. Yeah. I'm good with that. Glover 2, it's actually a wallet. Right. Uh, TopDownRespective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast, on Twitter, Facebook group, Reddit, John's P.O. Box. What is your guys' games of the week? Dead Rising 3. Resident Evil 6? Yeah. All right. Paper Mario Color Splash. Ooh. You don't look impressed. I mean, I'm the only one who enjoyed their game this week. Yeah. I mean, techni- technically, I played uh, Overwatch, uh, so I could just give it to that. <laughs> there you go. So I had more fun with that. See you guys next week. Later.